0: The Hockadoui Breakfast Show with Comic Kitto podcast. And now we're jumping over to London, who, well, we've heard all about London, really, we've we heard all about England because Boris Johnson makes sure we hear about England. And we're talking to Elise Crawford, who, Elise, now correct me if I'm wrong, you're originally from West Otago. Good morning.
1: Yep, no, that's right. I'm from West Otago, but I was last working in Invercargill before I left and came over to London.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. So why are you up in the UK, Elise? I understand you're working for the NHS, correct?
1: Yes, I am. I'm a, I'm a pediatric dietitian at one of the hospitals here. Um, I mean, as a dietitian, it's quite easy to work in the UK. So mm. obviously there's the massive uh, amount of travel that we can do over here. So that sort of drags me over this way and then I could easily get a job as a dietitian. So it nice. worked out well and I've been here nearly five years. So time goes really fast.
0: Oh, yeah, that is a long time. And, and are you considered an essential worker in this new lockdown that Boris has implemented?
1: Yeah, so I've been an essential worker throughout the whole time. Back um, the first lockdown, it was it was pretty terrifying to be honest. Yeah. Just in the way that things changed so much. There was like um, there was massive changes in our hospital. They closed our paediatric ward to make space for adults, um, which actually didn't need to happen. But that meant that I got redeployed and I actually started working for the infection control team, which was a bit scary as well. Yeah. Um, telling nurses and doctors how to wear PPE, which you know, <laughs> never when when I didn't do it a lot myself in my regular job. Um, but yeah. it was okay. It was definitely a massive learning experience. And then um, this lockdown's definitely been a bit uh, easier. Obviously, we've all, we've been there before and we know what's happening. So it's not quite as scary and there's not as many things have changed. We're, you know, the NHS is a lot more prepared. Yeah, yeah. So it's been um, a lot more sort of comfortable than the first time.
0: Are you sick of it? Are you just over being in lockdown?
1: Um, we all are a bit, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we've been in some form of lockdown since March. So, mm. I mean, I we're all very envious of New Zealand, to be honest. With uh, you know, I was watch I was seeing on my mum posted something on Facebook the other day of like the Wakaya Arts Festival, or, <laughs> and I just saw this picture of all these people in a room talking to each other, just very normal. Yes. Whereas over here, that just there's no way that would happen. Number one, you need to be outside if you're meeting anyone from outside your household. And number two, Mm. you'd be wearing a mask. So it's just, just, there's no, normality is just not a thing. And like New Zealand, you just see so much normality. You can go to rugby games, you can Mm. play sport. Like, it's just, it's not the same here. Um, We still can... Eat out, why well, not eat out? We can get takeaways and stuff like that, but that's about as normal as life is, really.
0: So, when was the last time you were back in New Zealand then, Elise? Were you planning on coming back for Christmas this year, or was that off the table as it was? And now, because of all the restrictions and the lockdown and the fact that there aren't any spaces left, that there was no point yeah. anyway.
1: Um, I've never really made the effort to come back for Christmas just because it's really expensive and you know these are my opportunities to have, kind of have a cold Christmas instead of a summer one. <laughs> yeah. So I've always tried to go somewhere, go to fun, like last year we went to Austria and we went skiing which oh. was really cool. Rub so, yeah, we were planning on. Yeah, it was pretty, it was awesome. Um, wasn't even planning on coming back for Christmas um, but we were supposed to come back in May because my dad mm. was turning 60. So we were supposed to come back then, but obviously that didn't happen. So, you know, this time of year um, can be a bit more difficult, but we're really surrounded by, like, a lot of good friends. Um, well, when we can see them again, because we can't currently see them, but <laughs> we're all hoping that Christmas, by Christmas, it'll be a little bit more normal. Mm. Um that you know, I think basically Boris is going to let us out and let us meet some friends. Yep. I, I don't see Boris not doing that because that's just the way Boris Johnson does things. <laughs> um, and so I think we'll be able to see we'll be able to see friends and and potentially know family that people are family over here. But um, it's certainly not the same. You know, we're not we can't go to the pubs right now. Um, you know, it's and you know Christmas on this side of the world is all about um, coziness and warmth and yes. being in, in cozy pubs and. Seeing lights and stuff like that, but we just we can't do any of that right mm. now. So it's a really weird lead up to the Christmas period.
0: I can't I can't even imagine. I mean, I'd love to have a yeah. white Christmas. I've always wanted to have a white Christmas. That can be I can imagine if, if these people are used to that, it's almost heartbreaking to a well, certain degree.
1: In London, we don't really get a white Christmas. It's just yes, cold, but right. like further up <laughs> north, they do. Yeah. Um, but I hope. I mean, that would be amazing this year. That would like literally the one good thing that would happen in 2020 if we had a white christmas in london (laughs) so fingers
0: crossed for that hey um elise i understand that you had a bit of a sticky situation recently you're living with some roommates at the moment and one of them actually got COVID 19.
1: yeah so we literally just got out of isolation on tuesday um one of my housemates there's quite a few of us in the house but one of them he literally only had a sore throat that was his only symptom and he just said oh i'm gonna get a test and i didn't really think much of it and then Two days later, he Boom. said he tested positive, which we're all really surprised at. So that was last Saturday. We were literally watching the All Blacks at the time. and <laughs> His message came through, and we're all like, uh, OK, so we literally can't leave the house now. So that's the guidance, of course. You can't um, leave the house. Luckily, we ordered a bit of food, and we yeah. like did an online order straight away. And um, we all managed absolutely fine. And uh, surprisingly, no one else got any symptoms. Um, he got a little bit... Um, he said he got, got quite exhausted. Um, he was coughing a little bit, but not heat. So it was, it was really bizarre because his, his symptoms weren't very typical. They mm. weren't typical at all.
0: And that's what, so we've, that's, heard about this. That's, that's what we've heard about this virus, yeah. isn't it? You know, it's just, it's, yeah. you don't know. It's,
1: yeah, it's a really weird thing. Like some people, you know, you've got asymptomatic people. You've got people that literally just get a sore throat. you people that just get a uh, loss of taste and smell. And you've got other people that get super, super sick, even really healthy people you know, I remember back in March when I was in April when I was helping out the infection control team, I was a bit closer to the front line than my usual job. And, you know, we had people in the ICU for 60, 90 days. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's just it's so incredibly um scary for a lot of people. And then it's the long-term complications from that too. Yes, so yeah. not even the people that made it into ICU, the people that just, you know, end up on some kind of ventilation... You know the long-term consequences we don't know, and we're only just seeing now. and that's I think that's the the bit about COVID that is, you know, mm. scary, and you know that can ha- that will have long-term implications for all health systems. Sure. Um. And so yeah, it's you know it's great that New Zealand have done what they have done.
0: At least. And crawling. you guys. Sorry. <laughs>
1: as as much as like as much as tourism is ruined, tourism's ruined everywhere. You know, like yeah, yeah. here in the UK, you can move around a bit. We're not restricted just to London. Um, we can, we can actually sort of move around if we wanted to, but no one really is. Um, and, you know, I've actually been lucky enough to go to Greece twice this year, so I have put a bit of travel in. Um, but that's when, yeah, I know, (laughs) amazing, right? Um, so, you know, we have been able to travel a bit, but there's still lots of restrictions around that, and it's like figuring out where you don't need to get a test before you go and all that sort of stuff. So, um, you know, tourism is ruined everywhere, but, Honestly, New Zealand has got it the best in New Zealanders most of Australia as well, you know, that you can the rest of your life is so normal. You're so it's so cool. So it's really great that you know,
0: New Zealand have got that. It, it sounds like we're just living in complete different worlds. Elise Crawford, who's yeah. currently in London, uh, working for the NHS, uh, she's originally from West Otago, and if you know Vicky Crawford, daughter of Vicky, Elise, I really appreciate <laughs> you being on the show this morning, and it's great to hear about how you're going, and I hope you stay safe and you stay well, and everything goes all right in the coming months and, and weeks leading up to Christmas.
1: Yeah, thank you, no worries. Uh, Thanks for that, um, and you know, Merry Christmas to everyone because it's fast approaching. So yeah.
0: yes, it is. I'm yeah. excited, very excited. <laughs> <laughs> you have a good night, and we'll catch you sometime soon. I'm sure.
1: Thank you. Stay in the know with the Hawkeanui Breakfast with Connor Kitto podcast.